Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to diffuse your tea, brew your coffee, blend your smoothie, or open up your water bottle cap, because another sweet day is here. Let's begin. Dearies, welcome back to another sweet day. I'm really excited about this episode that I'm going to talk about today, the art of letting go. <sighs> it's just like this amazing brush of happiness just like rushing over me and I'm really happy so I'm thankful. <laughs> I've actually realized the art of letting go was something I've dealt with or something I've actually used for a major portion of my life. It's just that I haven't realized this until quite recently. Letting go of certain things isn't necessarily just ignoring them or acting as though they never existed. It's acknowledging that they're there. It's just finding that balance of how you can deal with it so that you don't end up feeling extremely negative because there are certain things in our life, just even the smaller things that really turn our lives around and really make us feel a certain way. And today we're going to be practicing the art of letting that go by breaking them down into doing an exercise I want you guys to do today. So I urge you to get two sheets of paper and a pen. We're going to talk about the misconceptions of the art of letting go, and then we're going to talk about some certain skills and certain tasks that you can do from day to day and really get a better understanding of what it is, which is the art of letting go. Let's begin with understanding that the art of letting go starts with you. It's up to you if you are not happy with a certain situation in your life or a certain person in your life and you feel like the emotions towards that thing needs to go, not the influence of another person's opinion because they're not living your life, they don't know the consequences, they don't know what you're going to go through. It's best if you come up to this decision, you come up to this idea where you think maybe it's best if I think about this carefully and really understand how I can deal with it and not conform to another person's standard or ideas. Don't let other people influence you or impact your final decision. It should always come from within you. So let's start off with the exercise. I want you to get the first sheet of paper and I want you to list down the things that you're proud of in your life. It can be literally anything as long as you're proud of it. If you don't have an idea of what you should write or the order it should go in, I suggest you start off with your skills first, then move on to projects or physical objects, then move on to situations that you're in or you've been in, and lastly, the people in your life. So it's important to note that this isn't about quantity. It's not about how many things you're proud of or how many things you're good at or how many people you know or how many friends you love. It's about how you feel about those things. Quality over quantity in that sense or emotions over quantity. Let's start off with our skills. First of all, I'm going to start off broad and then I'm going to narrow it down as I go. I might think, okay, I like art. So what kind of art am I into? There's crafts, there's painting, there's drawing, there's digital drawing. I might say, okay, I like painting, and then I narrow it down. I like abstract paints. I like to paint self-portraits. But the thing is, I'm not just writing this down because I actually like or I think I'm good at it. I want to think about why I'm good at it or why I like this so much. For example, my best friend came over to my house one day and we sat down together and I drew a tree. It was an abstract painting and he was drawing something else he found off Pinterest and we were influenced and I loved that day so much to the point where I actually made him feel really good. He made me feel really good and that was one of the best days this year. So that's why abstract painting makes me feel good. It gives me this good feeling and I'm also good at it so might as well just write this down. 
You might think, okay, I like writing. What kind of writings are you into? You may think, okay, I like to write short stories. I can write poetry. I can write a thesis. I can write songs. Anything that can fit to your mold. Anything that can fit to your standards and the things you like, as long as you feel proud of them. Similarly, you're going to do this to the projects and any old object that you've made in the past. So it can be a prize from a contest you've won. Maybe you're in the honors list. Maybe you've joined a contest and you got an award, etc. It can be anything you want, anything you like, anything you've made, anything you've been involved in. Then we're going to proceed to situations. Now, you may not have won an award, but you were participating in a certain contest and you actually loved that contest. You learned a lot. So that's something you should be proud of. Embrace that and write it down. And lastly, write down who you love in your life. Do you love your best friends? You love your mother, your father, your siblings, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your grandparents. Write them down. Not just write them down in a sense, oh, I love them. Understand why you love them. Why do you love your parents so much? Is it because they provided you throughout these years? Is it because they supported you financially? Is it because they gave you so much love that really makes you want to give other people so much love? Why do you love your best friends, for example? They might be the best support system you ever have and you've ever had. They might give you that creative boost and you became this amazing creative person. You might have been introduced to a lot of new hobbies and a lot of new ideas in life because of your best friends and that's why you really love them and really thank them for that. Once you wrote down that list and you're very proud of the things you've achieved or the things you have in your life, let's proceed to the hard part and go to the other sheet of paper. I want you to think carefully about this. Don't just write this down, but think about what it is that you think you need to let go of. What are the things that are bringing you down? Again, this can conform to everything, everything you can think of. It doesn't necessarily have to be a person. It doesn't necessarily have to be something current. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that's completely negative. It's just giving you this bad vibe. It can also be something from your past. Maybe you were in a situation that you're not really happy about and it's very hard to not think about that at all. It could be a person from your past. Maybe you've had an ex or an ex-friend and they are still on your mind. They're really giving you that low energy that you just carry with you throughout your life. And that's not, that's just a burden. That's not something you should be dealing with anyway. So you should write that down in detail. Understand what it is that's causing you to feel this way. Understand that they will not have any power over you, but you need to write this down and understand where the original problem is coming from because maybe they're not the problem. Maybe they've done something, but at the same time, that was a cause of something that happened in the past before you even met that person or before you were in that situation. Once you've got your list of the thing that you need to let go of down and everything you're proud of, I want you to compare these two lists. I want you to take a look at the thing you need to let go of. Is that thing, that person or that situation or that negative thing that's making you feel upset all the time really impacting the things that you're proud to have in your life? Because whether you believe it or not, problems will always be there. There will always be in some form, in a way, and sometimes they're big, sometimes they're small, but problems will always be there. And you should expect them, but don't manufacture your life around them because it shouldn't be this way. When you're at this point of your life where you feel like you need to let go of everything and it's so mentally exhausting, we tend to focus on that negative aspect. We don't take a look at the things we're proud of. Look at everything you're good at. Look at the paintings you've made. Look at the writings you've done. Look at all the friends you've befriended and the amazing family members you have. Even if you don't have those things, there's always that balance that makes you feel good. 
There's always that balance that you should be proud of. You shouldn't focus on that thing that's constantly bringing you down. Because when it is that way, that's when you feel upset. That's when you think, okay, I actually don't feel good about this. And especially when somebody else comes and tells you, by the way, why are you still dealing with that person when you could be free all the time? Or why are you still in that job when you can be free? Why are you still in that school if you hate that major? Or if you're doing this, you're doing that. You cannot take anything from anybody because it's dangerous. Another person's opinion is extremely dangerous and you might not understand it, but it's important to understand that you should be the decision maker of whether or not to let things go. The art of letting go is configuring your thoughts to deal with negative situations, people, and actions, and we're trying to alternate that. The art of letting go is the highest form of acceptance, and the art of letting go is dealing with not only your current situations, but this is also prepping you for the future and what might come. There are two common misconceptions with the art of letting go. The first one is the difference between letting go and cutting off. Letting go is dealing with the situation individually. You're eliminating the negativity mentally. So you're not putting people at stake and you're not putting yourself at stake. And mental freedom is done without any harm. But cutting people off, you're eliminating the negativity physically. Because when you cut people off, you are physically cutting these people out of your life. And they no longer have any physical contact with you or can talk to you. But this is extremely dangerous because letting go like i said you're dealing with it by yourself you're not putting anybody at stake but removing the negative source physically you're not only dealing with the negative source you're dealing with the source and its associates so you may have mutuals you may have friends you may have family members and even if you aren't in the wrong here they were the ones that messed up and those people are on your side or whatever you're still putting yourself at an awkward and negative encounter because why would you deal with those people in that manner when you can deal with it by yourself another comparison that people make is comparing letting go with settling for less which i kind of find funny now i don't like to refer to settling for less as a really bad thing i look at it as people just simply playing it safe now, there is a difference between the two. The difference is that when you're letting go, you're raising your vibrational energy to feel okay with the situation because it is okay. When you're settling for less, you're allowing the negative or the external sources to control your energy. And that's the main difference I see between them. And besides, you guys, letting go isn't a technique. There aren't any possibilities or limits to how you deal with the situation. The situation depends on you and how you like to deal with it and what conforms to you and what makes you feel happy. And you figure out this technique by yourself. You're not reading a manual and understanding how that manual works because it's not like that. What works for you will work for you, but it may not work for others. And that's why it's important to understand and identify these methods. Okay, now we understood the difference between letting go and cutting off and settling for less. And we have this concept of this exercise that we do. But how do we let go exactly? Now, like I've said before, there really isn't a technique like you read on a manual and you can follow that. It's totally up to you. But the key word here is acceptance. The more acceptance you have in your life, the better the outcome will be. Accept the thought that things won't go your way. Accept that you're not going to be good at everything in this world. Accept that you have flaws. Accept that people are going to notice these flaws. When you take a look at that list you wrote of the things that you're not happy about and the things that you need to let go of, try to take a deeper look at them. 
once you start to slowly accept them, the less problems you're going to have. There are a couple of tips that I'd like to share with you. They relate to this problem a little bit better. The first one is to understand that everybody is different. People's upbringing is unique. Everybody has a unique story to tell. Even twins, twins who have the same parents don't have the same story to tell. In my case, I have two elder brothers. We were all raised by the same parents, yet we have different stories to tell. And I'm pretty sure everybody has the same idea about having siblings and how everybody is different. Do not look at people's dreams and goals as your own. Do not write other people's dreams and goals for them, even if you don't agree to them. Focus on yourself. Use that moment to just sit back, relax, and notice how you feel about that situation and let's try to reverse that. Let's try to focus on ourselves this time around. Another tip is to stop judging other people, their decisions, their opinions, and their beliefs because it's gonna come back and bite you. I don't, I don't want to say where, but it is. <laughs> when we walk into a room and we're confident and we're happy, we simply be. But when we have the need to judge other people or let them down, then something deep inside us tells us that we're not happy with ourselves. And that's why it's important to let those things and let those feelings go away. Take this opportunity and time to reflect on the people in your life, your behavior and how you act around people because that's a crucial part in letting things go. They are a huge contribution as to why many of us make bad decisions and release this tension that we've never felt before or feel angry because we're allowing those other people to really control us and we don't want that. So take this time to simply understand your feelings and control them. There's absolutely nothing worse than for you to feel bad about yourself because of other sources in your life that aren't you. But then again, you could be the source as well. The art of letting go isn't a simple 15-minute episode to listen to and get a whole idea. It's a super broad topic that I highly recommend you guys to go and research and find things out. Because if you really want to dedicate your life to happiness and free of burdens, then the art of letting go is the best practice you can do. And there are endless ways to read and identify these things. They're available in books and research papers and songs. It's such an awesome topic and I loved reading about them. But this is my take on a simple art of letting go start exercise. I really hope you guys take this into consideration to make the best out of your lifestyle because everybody deserves to be happy. And I want everybody listening to this podcast to feel happy and inspire other people to feel happy. I just want to take this moment to thank everybody because I understand that you could be doing anything, but right now you're here with me, so thank you so much for listening. I love you all so much. Thank you for being here once again. If there are any recommendations and topics that you guys want me to talk about or discuss, please let me know in my socials. I love you all. Thank you so much and have a good day, night, evening, morning, afternoon. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.